Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. You know, the weather's getting warmer. So I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually, actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple, perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. quince, but it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie, also from quince. Ooh, mm-hmm. okay. Like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking. I'm going to toot my own horn. Effortlessly chic, whether it's winter toot, or, toot, Kate. or summer. They've got premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. You've got washable silk tops, really stunning 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly, the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, If you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. Hello, and welcome to Forever 35. This is a podcast about the things we do to take care of ourselves. I'm Kate Spencer. And I'm Dori Shafrir. And we're not experts. No, we are two friends who like to talk a lot about serums. Indeed we do. And this is a mini episode, which is where we hear from you. We share your comments and your thoughts, and we're going to answer your questions to the best of our ability. And please remember, we're not experts. We're podcast hosts, and we always encourage you to seek support first and foremost, from a medical and or mental health professional as needed. And if you would like to reach us, our voicemail and text message number is 781-591-0390. And our email where you can also send us a voice memo is forever35podcast at gmail.com. You may visit our website forever35podcast.com for links to everything we mentioned on the show. Follow us on Twitter at forever35pod, on Instagram at forever35podcast. 
join the Forever 35 Facebook group where the password is serums, you can sign up for our bi-monthly newsletter at forever35podcast.com slash newsletter. And we are a mere one week away from my book launch event, Worth the Wait, a two-night extravaganza starring none other than me, Dori Shafrir, and you, Kate Spencer. <laughs> Thank God. That's what the world needs more of. It's just the two of us. Uh, I mean, it's it's not... Kate won't be there the whole time, but she will be there for a good chunk of it. I mean, I'll Very be off excited. camera the whole time, though. It's not like I'm going to walk away from the event, so I'll just have to hang out in the chat. I mean, the chat is going to be popping off. I'm going to have my dad make me a martini, and I'll just kick back. Well... You could make a martini or you could make one of these special worth the weight drinks that yes. friend of the pod, Emily Ferris, is designing. And if you registered for the event, you will you might have gotten this already. Yeah, I think by now it will have gone out. You should have gotten a recipe card for each night. So you can also make the drinks. There's going to be a special drink for each night. And they will be easily made non-alcoholic. So if you do not drink alcohol, no problem. You can drink along with us. I love um, that. Yeah, me too. And the other thing that I just want to mention is that when you buy a ticket to the event, when you buy the paid ticket, you get a hardcover copy of the book. And that book can now be personalized. So right. when you I like this. I like it too. When you register for the event on Eventbrite, you will see it's very, it's very straightforward. You'll just see like a field that asks you how you would like your book personalized. Now I can just write your name, but I could also write welcome to Dory's hotel. Big, but masks, <laughs> big, bidet. but masks never 40, 30, 45. Jeez. 35 forever. <laughs> Um, you could write, uh, I think Kate's puns are hilarious and witty. I could write, Kate Spencer is the best. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's going to be I my write, book personalization. Reframe the narrative. You could I write mean, so just, many things. There's so many things I could write. So this is the, this is, and also because, you know, we're not doing a, like a in-person book tour, this is going to be the only opportunity to get a signed and personalized book. So if you want that, which I mean, why wouldn't you get on it? You should get on it. So yeah. So get those tickets. Uh, the link will be in the show notes and it's also on my website, dory-shafrier.com. Great. <sighs> well, I look forward to it. Dory. Me too. Let's talk about makeup. Let's do it. <laughs> Which we should clarify right now, you and I are not wearing any, right? I'm not. No, no, I'm not either. I just got a shower. Barefaced beauties right now. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, let's talk about makeup because you and I have a little announcement. We are taking it back to the written word, everybody, where <laughs> we are going to be writing a bi monthly. Fortnightly. Yes. A no, bi monthly. Jeez. These, this word is going to haunt me forever. <laughs> We're very excited because we are going to be writing a bi monthly column for InStyle on their website talking about beauty and skincare and everything that comes along with it for folks over 40. 
I am just, first of all, I'm just so excited that they're doing this column, period. I'm doubly excited that they asked us to do it. I mean, do they know what they're getting into? I hope so. (sighs) I don't know. I mean, if they listen to this podcast, they have an inkling. Yes. But it just, you know, it really, it, it, it just really... I was very chuffed by this whole situation because, you know, our whole thing for the past three and a half years has been, we're not experts. And we're not. <laughs> and we're not. But now we have, we have been given this platform to talk about makeup and skincare. Yeah. And talk about it in a way that is from our perspective, which yes. if you're me, that means that I wrote about learning how to do a cat eye with eyeliner because I've all, I mean, I've talked about this on the podcast. I've always wanted to be able to do one and it is very hard. It's very hard. And so yeah. I, I did like a, a, a boot camp, which, you know, we'll link to the piece, but I also wanted to mention something that I discovered while writing the story. Tell me, did you know that there are companies that make eyeliner pens that are like stamps where you can stamp the cat eye, like the little triangular part at the end on. Did you know this? No. Okay. I had no idea. No idea. And I was like tootling. I've talked about how I was in Sephora recently. And part of what I was doing was buying a bunch of different eyeliners to try out for this piece, which was really fun because I don't know anything about eyeliner. So I was looking at pencils and I was looking at pots and I was looking at liquids. And then I came upon a stamp. And I was like, why? What? Why is this not? How have I never known about this? Do our listeners well, know? Well, well. And then I also reached out to a friend on Instagram because she had an amazing eyeliner. And I was like, hey, what's that? Like, how do you do that? I'm learning how to do, like, I'm learning how to do a cat eye. And so, um, she also gave me the link to the one that she was using. So the one I found at Sephora, which I tried, is the Stamp Wing Eyeliner Stamp and Pen. It's a little set by a company called Kaja. Never heard of this. So you you have a pen where you draw your lid, and then you have a stamp that you literally line up with the shape of your eye and just press on and it just forms the cat eye and then you can kind of fill in and work around it with the pen. Again. Wow. I had no freaking clue. So wait, it's like a stencil? No, it's it's an actually like, you know, when you were a kid and you had a stamp, like you played with a little ink stamp? Yeah. Or like you go to a club and they stamp your hand? Yes, yes, I'm familiar. <laughs> yes, I know. You're always, always be clubbing is Dory's motto. I love going to the club. Dory, it's just that. It's just that in eyeliner form in the shape of a cat eye. Oh, and the thing to know is that it has two different sides. So it has one for your left eye and one for your right eye. Oh. So it gets the curl right. I might bring it with me on my journeys this summer so that I can model it in the Thanks for Waiting event. Because it's pretty cool. Like, it still takes some... Like, it's not... For me, anyway, as a novice, it's not perfect. But um, I thought it was, like, a great solution to people who are trying to figure out how to do this who may not have a steady hand like me. 
And then the mm-hmm. other one, there there seem to be quite a few of these. The other one um, that my friend recommended is the Quick Flick. They also make this, and I think on their on their site they say they are the original and patented winged eyeliner stamp brand. So I don't have this; I haven't tried it, but they have okay. a lot of really cool makeup and eye products that might be worth trying. But anyway, this blew my mind. Um, yeah, this and- is very cool. Yeah. And the other thing I found is that like doing the cat eye, I'm not, I'm still very beginner at it, but it's so obvious, but yet I like refused to do this until this week, but like practice makes perfect. I just had to keep doing it and every day it got a little better. So, you know, I did go out like to my kids softball practice and a friend was like, whoa, (laughs) like, yes, that's right. I'm a cat eye person now. I'm so into this for you. Yeah. I mean, how do you, what did you write about? You wrote about bright makeup, correct? I wrote about, well, okay. We oh, this should is also not for our column, clarify, yeah. this is not our column. These are pieces we um, wrote for something separate. Yeah. These are separate in style pieces. But our first, in our first column, we wrote about the one product that we can't live without in our 40s. And Kate, I don't think we should reveal what that is. I think people should go read the article. Yeah, but LOL, if you know us, I feel like they're going to be pretty obvious, especially Dory's. I know. Did I just spoil it? I'm very Spoiler alert. (laughs) You really are on Um, brand. That's what, but you're you're a steady person. That's what I like about you. It's a Taurus energy. Oh, thank you. I try. I try to just have that earthly vibe. You do. So listen, we, what we're going to do is we will link to our column in the show notes. It'll also be plastered all over our social media, obviously. And look, if you have ideas for our column, let us know. We're each going to be writing one column a month. So if you have a Kate idea, send it to, you know, you can send them both to us, but we are going to be writing individual columns going forward. I do we love just the first one together. Yeah, 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 yeah. But we, you know, we have specific beauty journeys. We do. And, I, you know, I think that it's going to mostly focus on skincare, but th- there will be makeup in there, too. So please. Get at us. Um, All right. So let's take a little break and then we can hear from some listeners. Great. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. You know, the weather's getting warmer. So I, for one, am ready to say, Goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters, and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what? I actually, actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe, like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple, perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. Quince, but it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie, also from Quince. Ooh, Mm -hmm. okay. 
like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking. I'm going to toot my own horn. Effortlessly chic, whether it's winter or or summer. They've got premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. You've got washable silk tops, really stunning 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly, the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, if you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. Kate, I feel like we are like barreling into summer. It's happening so fast. It is. And I feel like also with summer just come more social events. There's weddings. There's nights out. It's vacations. I mean, like all the things happening in summer. And what I love is that Honey Love has just the right thing for all those events. Feel comfortable and confident this summer with Honey Love's best-selling Superpower Short. The Superpower Short smooth shapes and lifts, giving you a flawless silhouette under any outfit with targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas you need less compression. It's designed to work with your body, not against it. Speaking of working with your bod, the crossover bra, which I'm wearing as we speak. I wear that thing every day. I do too. Uh, It's my favorite Honey Love piece. Let me let me just tell you why. Yeah, get okay, into it. Okay, do you want to tell me why? <laughs> no, no, I was just going to say like I I I don't even need to wear it to events. I wear it like the event is every day of my life. Yes, that's such a good way of putting it. The bra gives all the support of traditional bras without using any underwires and just like sidebar, I have put on some of my old underwire bras lately and been like, "Oh god, like get this off of me." <laughs> No, thank once you. you. Once you start wearing Honey Love, you're just like, no, not yep. going back. You see also, how it could like, be. Yes. Also, like summer sweat under those underwires is like, ugh, the worst. Now you don't have to worry about it. Get the support you need with the comfort you deserve and treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market. Save 20% off at honeylove.com slash forever. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash forever. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started. So shape your life with Honey Love. You know, Dory, we talk to a lot of really fantastic, intelligent people on this podcast, but I don't know, maybe you're like us and you want to go even deeper. Mm, I'd love to go deeper. We like to go deep. And that's not only possible with today's sponsor, but also easy to accomplish on Masterclass. Every year, I get really into the classes offered and the instructors offering them. Like, 
I'm all over the place with the things that I like on Masterclass. But this year, I am very interested in the class Redefining Feminism, which is 14 Lessons from Gloria Steinem. Okay. Now, they dissect issues women face in the U.S. and ways we can play a role in the feminist movement in our everyday lives. Look, I majored in women and gender studies in college. So this is right up my alley. But even if you didn't, even if you're like, this is the first time I'm hearing those words. I would argue, especially if you didn't. Yes. Get into it with Masterclass because this is the year you can really learn from the best to become your best with Masterclass. Go from just talking about improving to actually doing the things you've been wanting to do with Masterclass. And it doesn't have to be redefining feminism with Gloria Steinem. It can be gardening in your own garden or your yard or patio. It can be learning to cook Indian food or designing a space that you love. Masterclass offers over 180 world-class instructors. So whether you want to master like negotiation with Chris Voss or think like a boss with Martha Stewart, or maybe capture your vision through photography with Petra Collins, Masterclass has you covered. With Masterclass, you get unlimited access to intimate one-on-one classes with the world's best. And right now, our listeners will get an additional 15% off an annual membership at masterclass.com slash F35. Get 15% off right now at masterclass.com slash F35. That's masterclass.com slash F35. All right. We are back. You know, we got a question that no one has asked before. Which happens a lot. And I just love it. Look, I love a repeat question, too. I'm never going to turn one away. But this was an interesting one. I wanted to dig into it. My question somewhat relates to the visible panty line question with the leggings that has been discussed in the past few months. Recently, I treated myself to an hour at the local lingerie store where I got a one-on-one bra fitting, which ultimately was like a one-on-one shopping experience because no one else was in the store at the time. The bra fitting was amazing, and the fitting specialist helped me select three amazing bras to treat myself to. One basic t-shirt bra, one beautiful lacy unlined bra, and one beautiful lacy lined bra. I was so excited. Having some beautiful new underwear and bras is my form of self-care. However, I have run into the problem that I can't seem to figure out how to wear the two lacy bras. Whenever I put them on under any kind of shirt or blouse, anything other than a bulky sweatshirt or sweater, which in the summer is quite often, I have the issue that I can see the outline and bumps from the beautiful lace or in the case of the unlined bra, my nipples show. How am I supposed to wear these beautiful bras on a daily basis? Or are these types of bras something that I'm only supposed to buy one of and wear solely in the winter or around my house when where no one cares? Or Am I just overthinking this and no one cares about the nipples showing or the lacy bumps from the bra? Please help. I love this question. Me too. Um, I mean, I think that you're overthinking this and no one cares. Okay. That's my personal opinion. Um, but I also get that if you're not used to having like your nipples showing or the lacy bumps, it does take a, a minute to like get used to it. 
But I also don't think you should like relegate these lacy bras to just wearing them in the winter or around your house. Like these are pretty bras. Yeah, I think you should. I think, listener, you do whatever you feel comfortable with and maybe acknowledge the fact that we have been conditioned to believe that there's something wrong with letting the world know that we have nipples, especially if we are women. Mm -hmm. Uh, And, you know, companies like Instagram still enforce this policy, which is very maddening and sexist. And Mm -hmm. uh, there's nothing to be ashamed of about showing or revealing or having a nipple. Now, I say this as someone who really struggles with this because of this conditioning. So be easy on yourself. It's not like one, you know... it's very hard to unravel these layers of messages we've received our whole life that like can't show our nipples must have a padded bra. So our boobs look like Barbie boobs. (laughs) I mean, truly we have nipples and they can get hard and stick out Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm, people can mm -hmm. see them. So I would say ease into it and get comfortable with it because honestly, like the more we, venture into these areas of like self-acceptance and kind of pushing back on these bullshit patriarchal constrictions, the more ultimately it helps other people. Like just knowing that you might do this makes me feel more confident to do it because I also struggle with this. Dory's just letting her nipples pop out everywhere. I mean, it's not that I'm just letting them pop out. It's that (laughs) I... But you're confident. You're nipple confident. Mm, Well... I think it's just that I feel like if you have a pretty lace bra, like that is almost part, that is like part of the outfit. Mm-hmm. Like you can let a little bit of it show, but it took me a while to get there. I like that. We saw Dory once you and I, when we were at the iHeartRadio Awards, I believe it was mm. Stassi from that Vanderpump show. Do you mm-hmm. remember this? She I was do. walking in front of us and her bra, she had a, dress with no back but a bra on so you saw the the strap go across her back and then she had jeweled it it was like a bejeweled bra it was really cool yeah and you know kate i don't know if you recall but to that same event i wore a red lace bra that you could see a bit of yeah you did (laughs) yeah you did I like this nipple confidence in 2021. I'm going to work on that. Yes. I get self-conscious in a bathing suit when my nipples nip up. I get it. I've made this about me. Thank about listener. Just know I feel you. Okay. Go for it. Wear those bras. You should wear them freely. As Dory said. Okay. Moving on. Okay. All right. Another email. Hi, Cat and Door. I'm she, her, getting married in a little over a year, and my fiance, he, him, and I are getting down to finalizing our guest list so we can send out save the dates. I need advice on a problem as old as time. How do I know who to invite and who not to invite to the wedding? Early on, we set what I thought was a very reasonable rule of thumb. We are only inviting people both of us have met in person. We've been together almost seven years, so we've had plenty of time to meet each other's family and friends. My fiancé's mom recently decided we should invite some great aunts and uncles or old neighbors, people I've never met that probably haven't seen my fiancé in at least 15 years. 
My mom is on the plus one tirade. She thinks all of our adult cousins should have plus ones, even cousins that are single in new relationships or are dating someone I've never met. We're also stuck on some decisions regarding our own friends as well. We have some friends we were very close with in college and soon after graduation, but have drifted from in the past year or two for one reason or another. Our guest list is already at 150 people as is, so it's not like we're being too choosy with invites. I just worry any bigger than this. And we'll not only have to consider the price per plate for guests, but also smaller things like tables, chairs, linens, silverware, tent size, dance floor size, et cetera, et cetera. I also don't understand if your save the dates are final, can we change our minds in a year when we send out our official invites? How do we decide when and where to make cuts? Uh, I love a good wedding guest question. Oh, fuck. It's so stressful. It's very stressful. My first question, which I don't see answered, who is paying for this wedding? Are you and your fiance? I also had that question. Now, look, I personally believe it should always be up to you, but I think sometimes when a, when a parent or a family member provides some financial backing, sometimes you have to honor some of the things, maybe. Mm-hmm. But if, if this is coming out of your pockets, you put that middle finger up to everybody telling you what to do. Yeah. Yeah. I, and, you know, this has come up before, but I am also on the train of like, even if you're not paying for it, you should have you should have the authority over the guest list. I I, I, I this, don't disagree. I know this is an unorthodox position, um, but here is what I would do. I would tell your fiance's mom no, like the end no like we're not we we're not going to be able to invite those people and can because I and think, can your fiance do the knowing so you like yes, we set that boundary up here needs to do that knowing and i think you also tell your mom no i'm sorry mom we don't have the capacity or the budget for plus ones for everyone if that means they don't want to come so be it like so what you know what i mean like yes I feel like with parents, they're often like afraid that people will be insulted and that it will reflect poorly on them. But like, it's not about them. Also, it's not a family reunion. It's your wedding, right? Like, I think it gets often gets used as like by other relatives as this kind of like other thing. And it's, it's just your wedding about you and your fiance. It should be what you want. I agree. Now, as to your question about your friends, another piece of data that I would have liked to have known is how old are you? Mm. You say you've been with your fiance for seven years, but I don't know if you met in high school and you're 23 or if you met in college and you're, you know, in your late 20s or did you are you 40? Like, I, I don't know, because you say that these are people who you were friends with in college. Um, and soon after graduation, but have drifted from in the past year or two, which makes me think this letter writer is in their mid to late twenties. I'm thinking that as well. Good detective work, Dory. Thank you. Sleuthed that out. Kate. Okay. This was kind of my, um, when it came to friends, this was my, uh, 
decision making for people that I wasn't that were for people who were like on the on the like I was people who I was on the fence about or, or mm-hmm. you know I felt like could have gone either way. And those included both new friends like Kate Spencer. Like Kate, Woo-hoo! when you came to my wedding, we like we hadn't really been friends for that long. No, and I think I got like a did I get a last minute not a last minute invite, I but you, I did I get like a you B got list a later. Invite? You did. You got a totally later fine invite. with that. Not offended yeah. at all. And I think, in fact, I told you. Like I think, I yeah, was like, like I know this is late, but we had like just started becoming friends. Yes, and I went. I had a great time. You did come alone, which I, I also did. appreciated. Well, Anthony hung with the kids, um, and I came to Vegas. I, my calculus was looking back in five years. Is this a person who I think I will still be close with? And who I will like be sad didn't get to come to my wedding or that wasn't at my wedding. Um, not that they would necessarily care, but you know what I mean. And Kate made the cut. And you know what? I was right. Wow. Pulled that <laughs> pulled that one off. <laughs> so, you know what? To me, it sounds like these are not people who you're gonna be friends with in five years. Well, also, you know, there are people at my wedding who I haven't talked to in years, but like, I'm, you know, it's, it's a snapshot of a time in your life. Like your wedding yes, isn't that immortal. Is so I got married in 2008. I'm not close friends with all the people who were at my wedding, but like, um, they were there, you know, great. I have a friend who I was really good friends with and we drifted apart and I wasn't invited to their wedding. And like, did it make me sad? Yeah. Do I still like them the same and have, and does it bother me? I mean, yes, I still like them the same. No, it doesn't bother me. Like it's it just people can be grown ups about this stuff. Yeah, totally. I could talk about this shit forever. I find wedding politics very fascinating. Yeah. The other, and, I mean, well, I was just going to say the other thing I would say is you, you say that your guest list is already at 150 people. Like, how much bigger do you want it to be? Yeah, it's big. Big. How many people were at your wedding, Kate? I think I had 165. Oh, now, I should say, it is, I should say, I got married about a year and a quarter after my mom died. And so in many ways, it was kind of like a, one, it was like very traumatizing to plan it in the wake of my mom's death. It was a very yeah. bad idea. I had a lot of PTSD and I really struggled, but I, um, but also it was like, it was so much fun. It was so celebratory. We had so many friends come from my friends from college and people came up from North Carolina with Anthony's family and our friends from New York made the trip to like, we're talking the middle of New Hampshire and it was really special. And so I'm glad I had that many people because in a way it was kind of like the first thing we could celebrate after my mom. Had to, after going through this really heavy thing. So yeah. that's kind of, you know, like, but that's what it was. If I was getting married this year, it would be totally different. I would literally like justice of the peace it, wear a white suit and maybe like get some dinner after with 10 friends. It's just, you're, it's just a, you know, everything is different when you're, when you get married at different times in your life. Second weddings are different than first weddings. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So how many were at your wedding? I think in the end, about 110. I think that's perfect. You know, my my brother eloped. Oh, well, they just had their they just had their dog and then they had a party later. And that was lovely. 
I love that. Yeah. Every way you do it is good. People need to deal with it. Suck it up. Yeah. Yeah. That should be in your vows. You should turn to everybody and be like, "People should deal with it. <laughs> suck it up." You know when they make like the whole audi- the whole audience at the wedding like join in some sort of vow. That's what it should be. Mm. Everybody in our life I- needs to realize they just have to suck it up, and then people will repeat <laughs> that back. Okay. Wow. I know. <laughs> I have a strong feel. Okay. Uh, should we listen to a voicemail? You know it. Hey, ladies, summertime hot tips coming at you from Omaha, Nebraska, where tomorrow it is supposed to be 106 degrees with 80% humidity. Uh, it's going to be miserable. But uh, I am somebody who, um, as I get a little bit older, I'm 30 now, 39 now, um, I actually am getting heat stroke pretty easily, like a little too easily. But I found a couple tips that have really helped. Um, in particular, one that I know we haven't, um, well, I haven't heard or talked about on the pod is using aloe. Um, and aloe is such a common thing to use after a sunburn. But my biggest pro tip when I'm out in the yard or I'm working in my garden or I'm just feeling a little extra toasty, um, even and especially when I haven't gotten a sunburn, but put, I keep my aloe in the refrigerator year round, but put aloe on the back of your neck and on any place that your skin feels hot. Um, it is going to cool off cool you off in a way that like nothing else other nothing other than like jumping in a pool or like a cold shower really does um it has kept me uh when i've been out and about um from like really digging into like a dangerous heat place on numerous occasions i know i'm supposed to take a family zoo trip tomorrow in this unbearable heat um and so i know i've got like a camel pack that i'm gonna fill with ice but i'm gonna put my bottle of aloe in the little pocket of the backpack that's not in the actual water, but um, right next door so I can have it to help cool myself off and thought maybe other people could use this tip too. Hope you guys are staying cool. Have a great summer. Love that tip. Wow. I do love the refrigeration of beauty products. I feel like that's not something I have done that I need to do. Mm-hmm. I don't have. I don't have a beauty fridge. I don't like. I do feel I like cooling down my products would really make my skin feel good. Yeah, <sighs> food for thought. But anyway, I love it. A nice cold aloe to go on your neck. Mm. Sounds that good. Sounds awesome. All right. Well, let's cool off with an ad break. All right. Let's do it. You know, we have been delving more and more into the topic of our skin as we get older and how we treat it and how we love it. Because look, as I'm learning in my mid-40s, as you get older, you deal with new things when it comes to your skin. Not that they're bad. They're just new. You know what I mean? Like I am now just discovering creppiness, Dory. Mm. Okay. Which is okay. I know. Visible on my <sighs> neck and chest. Luckily, it's a thing. It's a thing. Luckily, OneSkin, our sponsor today, knows all about things like crappiness. And I'm not overly concerned with aesthetics, but like, I do just want to keep my skin healthy as I age. Totally. I love their topical supplements. They really help your skin feel. 
I don't want to say younger, but just vibrant, Mm. refreshed. They combine tissue engineering, data analysis, and cutting-edge longevity science to literally create the world's most effective product to help with skin aging. I am particularly fond of their face topical supplement. It's essentially a moisturizer, but it has their Mm -hmm. proprietary OSO1 peptide to really help with all the parts of our skin that are exposed to environmental damage. You can use it on your face, your hands, your neck. I know here Mm -hmm. where we live in Los Angeles, our hands, we're driving, that sun is coming at us at all times. OneSkin believes the purpose of skincare is not just to improve how we look, but to optimize our skin biology so that it is more resilient to the aging process. They really create next level skincare. OneSkin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and more importantly, acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code OVER50 at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code OVER50. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. All right, we're back. This was exciting, Dory, because someone called in with a Sephora's hot tip. We haven't mentioned old Sephora's in a while. No, we haven't. So let's let's hear from them. Hey, Cotton Door. Um, I am calling because I, uh, yeah, I learned a new Sephora's secret or I mean it's probably not a real secret but I didn't know anything about it um apparently they honor like if I just was there because Kosas was having a sale and they uh, on their website and I was like I gotta try this uh skin tint gotta see if it matches my face and uh when I went to Sephora they were just like oh yeah we honor those sale prices as long as it's a brand we carry which why else would I be there? Um, so, it, yeah, I feel like this was a great new information because I'm always like r- going to the store website for a specific brand and then I'm like, oh, my gosh, shipping or I mean, whatever. And now I could just go to my local Safaris and get everything that I needed. Um, and I just wanted to share because I figured Someone probably didn't know know this. <laughs> I just was talking to two of my friends and they didn't know. So uh figured I would share with y'all. Um, hope you guys are all having a nice day. Thanks so much for the podcast. And yeah, see ya. Did you know about this? No. And this is a hot tip because it kind of allows you 
to finagle your way through those big lulls when there are, there's no Sephora sale happening. Mm-hmm. Now you have to be on top of like your favorite products and when they're going on sale, I guess on their own websites. But this yeah. is definitely intriguing. Mm-hmm. The other thing I wanted to note is that I have not tried any Kosas products and I really need to get in there. Apparently their stuff is great. They have great lipsticks. Okay. So I'm taking it that you have tried it. I have tried some Kosas mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. They do have beautiful lip. They It looks beautiful. Mm-hmm. Apparently their mascara looks good. I don't know. It all looks nice to me. I also really cackled when this listener was like, why else am I here? <laughs> Made me laugh. Totally. <laughs> Thank you so much for this tip, especially now that we're getting back into going into stores here in the United States, at least. Yeah. Very weird, but it's happening. Yeah. Oof. <sighs> Very weird. Anyway, Dory. shall we read this last email? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, we should. All right. This listener writes, I can't be alone here, right? When I first started listening, I'll admit I couldn't quite figure out which voice was Dory and which was Kate. Now that I listen religiously and you are 100% my favorite podcast, I smile inwardly every time I hear a typical Kate or Dory moment. I mean, totally. Dory, that's you. I mean, it is. Great segue. Sound familiar? Is that me? I thought that's something I say, but... I, th- I think it's you, too. I think these are all Doryisms. Are these all Doryisms? Well, this, this person continues, every time I hear a Kate and Doryism, I wonder if in the parallel Forever 35 universe, another listener's thinking the same thing. Or maybe listeners have their own to add. If this gets read, I'd love to see others chime in. Since I also love to hear where in the world listeners are, here's repping a small medieval UK town where, yes, old tea rooms serve scones, and there's a bed and breakfast that would probably be A-OK for Dory's Hotel. Ooh, I want to head to that town. That sounds awesome. (laughs) I mean... Those are yours. I mean, is a big Dory thing. I mean, is a totally is. You know what I had to do in my in my novel? I had to edit out so many I means. Every sentence, every character said started with I mean. It was so wild. I kept noticing it, and I was like, "Oh my god!" But that's how I talk. I always start every sentence with I mean. That is so funny. Now for a Kateism. I think it's more just like brilliant wisdom. I don't know if I have like a phrase. I think it's more just like genius that comes out of me. Uh, you're right. Thank you, Tori. Thank you so you much. You are totally right. <laughs> um, I can't believe this listener did not write that. Great segue. That might be me commenting on myself. Or maybe that's you commenting on me. I got to figure that one out. There's another thing. Yeah. You, oh, you also say, I love that for you. You say that a lot. I do. Well, I also just say I love that. I mean, look, you feel strongly about things. I think that's great. I do. I really do. 
Well, well, listen, this has been fun as always. I want to ponder more isms that we say. Uh, And I also really enjoyed that this listener repped where they were from. I do love hearing like the tiny details of where people are located. Me too. That was one of the things that I love so much about the Forever 35 happy hour that we did a couple weeks ago. Oh, and people like rocket off their locations. Yeah, in the chat. And they were from like so many different places. It was so fun. I know. I I hope that happens at the, at my book launch event. Okay. People just keep it you know, chatting about where they're from. All right. Well, I'll try to instigate that conversation. Okay, please do. All right. Well, hey, everybody, thank you so much. And we will talk to you again soon. All right. Bye.